You're listening to a Big Finish production, which is a bonus. Mm. This is the Big Finish podcast disseminated to you via the Webosphere on the 3rd of June, 18 years after the space year 2000. Is it really that? 18 years since 2000, cool blood, the millennium. I, I miss things saying, you know, where they'd advertise things and they'd say, it's the podcast for the new millennium. We can't do that anymore, which makes me sad, but never mind. But anyway, you've arrived. Consider yourself entirely welcome in a podcast all about the finest audiobooks and audio drama uh, available from Big Finish Productions. That's right, I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs. I certainly can't argue with that. And it's very much a class and Jenny affair this week. Not that class and Jenny aren't having an affair. Uh, So coming up in this podcast... In a moment, we round up the very latest releases with clips and review quotes. And that'll be followed by Big Finish news, including an interview with class producer Scott Hancock. Yes, very classy producer. Listeners' emails, our guest star interview with Greg Austin, one of the stars of the Doctor Who spin-off class. He plays Charlie Smith. Uh, the Randomoid Selectatron, where we select a random release from the massive Big Finish archive to chat about. And finally, a 15-minute drama tease of Jenny, the Doctor's daughter, Georgia Tennant stars in a hotly anticipated brand new series of full cast audio adventures. And you get to hear the first 15 minutes of the first episode, Stolen Gods, for free. Stay tuned for that. But right now it's time for us to round up those latest releases. We begin with Doctor Who's short trips, Trap for Fools, a short story performed by Mark Strickson, who played the fifth Doctor, uh, Peter Davison's companion, Turlow, back in the day. If he was to survive, Turlow would have to think fast. In all their travels across the universe, monstrous foes and fatal encounters, few were as subtly dangerous as his current predicament. And Sci-Fi Bulletin says, a good build-up of tension leading to the final confrontation. Verdict, a tale that's enjoyable for the listener, if not for the lead character. Eight out of ten. Tello wondered if he should use this opportunity to explain that his name had been skipped. <laughs> and Blockter Who says Trap for Falls is a brilliant character piece for Turlow towards the end of his tenure. Uh, the script from Fuel, that's uh, Steve Fuel, is pure brilliance and Mark Strickson's narration is a joy to listen to. Lisa Bowman is as excellent as a director as we've come to expect and she keeps the pace moving along nicely. My name is Nathan Spring. Moving forward on me. I'm the commander the International Space Police Force. No reviews for Star Cops yet, but it's out there and it's brilliant. And Twitter, uh, from what I've seen, I've seen loads of nice little tweets of people enjoying it out there. Mm, so, nice. uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing the reviews of that one. But, uh, yeah, go get it. Why not? I would. I have. I will not be so easily dismissed. Yes. More, more exist. To serve me, I am everything. I am Sutek, the Destroyer. The Fourth Doctor Adventures Series 7, Volume 2. Here's what Starburst magazine had to say. Despite the talented scripts and strong guest cast, however, the Fourth Doctor Adventures Volume 2 belongs to its two stars, Tom Baker and Louise Jameson. 
they are still able to summon the energy that made them one of the best Doctor Companion double acts of the classic series. Doctor Who Watch says fans of both the fourth Doctor and Sutek are sure to love this one. Sutek. Jesus, what did you do that for? We didn't see that. See what? Someone ran right across the road. I didn't see anyone. We always get out alive from Torchwood. Blockter Who says, We always get out alive is a beautiful metaphor for long-term relationships. Taking two beloved characters who have stuck together despite the odds and now fight together is a beautiful notion. Guy Adams clearly understands these characters deeply. This story is crafted for the audio medium and the sound design work of Richard Fox and Lauren Yason has ensured that the full potential of this script was realised. The atmosphere is so rich and beautiful. No, I'm sorry, I said beautiful. This is powerful. I'm sure it's beautiful as well, though. Stop it, Gwen! Stop it! And of course, we mustn't forget Jago and Lightfoot forever. Cultbox says, unhesitatingly recommended. Indie Mac user says, So could this feat in audio resurrection be pulled off to once again, in a play for posterity, partner this prestigious pair? Corks! If they haven't gone and blummin' well done it. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> I never again tread the boards at the new Regency. You'll never exchange pleasantries with young Quick across the mortuary table. And we'll never again sup a pint of warm beer to the ever-melodious backing of Ellie's sweet voice. Mr. Jago. And that's it for this week's latest releases roundup. Oh. Time now for us to smarten up, take off our welly boots and uh, bedeck ourselves in finery. Yes, we're going for a paddle, that's right, because it's the <laughs> ruddy news. Coming up in the news this week, trailers galore. The first Doctor Adventures Volume 2, Doctor Who main monthly range stories, The Dispossessed and Warlock's Cross, and a super duper clip from Callan. First up, the first Doctor Adventures Volume 2, starring David Bradley and the team. It's out in July. Here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, the first Doctor Adventures. Volume 2. What's happening? Uh, a slight miscalculation, that's all. Slight. Where have you come from? Beyond the mountains? You could say that. Very far beyond. Fascinating. There is someone over there. They can't be dangerous. They've got a kite. No one dangerous flies kites. What is that strange plumage that grows from your head? What, this? It's called hair. A strange plumage? Of all the nerve, I'll have you know this is the height of fashion. A game? What have you done? What have you done? Up there at the top of the hill. People on horseback. Is that armor? Those are Japanese samurai. A cabinet of some kind. A kaiser. Why should it be here? Strange. Summon the samurai! Yeah! Going by their armor, I'd say we're in the late 18th or 19th century. And that's very bad for us. Why? Because in this time, foreigners are banned from Japan. And the penalty for being caught here is death. This is monstrous, sir. You have disobeyed me. They will die. Rifleman, take! Hey! The further we travel away from Earth, the less chance there is of this working. There is literally no time like the present. Or 
in this case, uh, the past, or d do I mean the future? Well, there's only one way to find out. Now, Doctor. <laughs> Big finish. We love stories. Out in September, The Dispossessed by Mark Morris and starring Sylvester McCoy as The Doctor, with Sophie Aldred as Ace and Bonnie Langford as Mel. Here's an insanely early sneak preview of the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Tell me this, why would you surround an area of wasteland with keep-out signs and barbed wire? There's nothing here. We should go! Yeah, I don't like it here. Let's make tracks, Professor. New arrivals. Interesting. Should I kill them? Hmm. Not yet, perhaps. Let's observe. Doctor Who. The Dispossessed. Shall we go and find out if the natives are friendly? I don't believe it! What is it? A man and two girls. They're coming this way. How can we help them? By warning them about the others. This new arrival, this doctor, is delicious. Bring him to me, my children. Bring the doctor to me now. What you got there? Things left behind. Abandoned lives. Buildings like empty shells full of memory. We'll have to chance to live. Gotta get these doors open! Yeah. They won't budge! They have to! I refuse to die while I'm waiting for a lift. It's no good, Ace! They're almost on us! We'll have to fight! Come on then, you lot! You won us! Try and take us! Ace! Mel! Big finish. We love stories. Chin up. It's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah, that's the thing here though, isn't it? Dawn never comes. And the incredibly popular character Klein, played by the ever-brilliant Tracy Childs, returns to spar with the Seventh Doctor in November this year in Warlock's Cross by Steve Lyons, who uh, actually created Klein, and whose name I have ridiculously misspelt in this script, but I don't know why I've drawn attention to that since since you <laughs> didn't know that until I told you. Uh, here's a similarly, even more insanely early preview of the trailer. Open skies! Open skies! Open skies! No secret Dr. Elizabeth Klein to see Colonel McKenna. I'm expected. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Becoming a familiar face around here, Dr. Klein. Doctor Who, Warlock's Cross. Excuse me, gentlemen. Is this the way to the Cascade of Crystal Tears on Archimedes 4 Kappa Chevron? I'll take that as a no. Colonel, that isn't necessary. Elizabeth! Long time no see. I know you. Don't I know you? It's you, isn't it? You're the doctor. <laughs> I fail to see the humour in this situation for either of us. So long. So long restraint. I don't know what your game is, doctor. But I don't have time to play it. 
Last time we met was... Uh, you'll have to excuse me, but when was it? Seven years ago. Seven years, three months, and nineteen days. We're going back to Warlock's Cross. Big Finish. We love stories. Oh, you can't trust stories. Stories alter with every new telling. Originally broadcast in 1967, Callan took the burgeoning world of spy drama and brought a much darker tone to the genre. With James Bond's career beginning in film in 1962, Michael Caine's Harry Palmer beginning in 1965, The Ipcris File, uh, he also uh, liked to make a lot of coffee in that film, uh, and uh, hot <laughs> on the heels of the surreal series The Prisoner in 1967, Callan took a darker approach to espionage. Having similar responsibilities to MI5, Callan used the most ruthless and lethal techniques to get the job done. Each method meticulously filed by the section, the organisation behind Operative Callan, colour-coding each lethal tactic. I say. Uh, Big Finish's resurrection of the series stars Ben Miles as Callan, with Frank Skinner as his odiferous sidekick, Looney. Here's uh, a clips mashup of the first episode. Now... Would you mind telling me what on earth is going on here? First you take me shooting with your old man's prized gun, then you bring me to your club, the Holy of Holies, and to cap it all off, you ask me to order the wine. Either you're having a nervous breakdown or you want me to kill the Prime Minister. Which is it? Impetuous and impatient as ever, Callum. But your instincts are correct, in a way. I've been setting you a number of little tests. Oh, really? It's nice of you to let me know. What tests? The shooting examination this morning. You passed with flying colours. I must say that down the line was sheer poetry. Am I supposed to be flattered? That's my job, Hunter. Relax, dear boy. It says here you're to give me the file labelled Deadshot. Does that mean anything to you? Ah, uh, yes. I have it here. It's a red file, David. Of course it is. They're the only ones I ever seem to get these days. No, I'm sorry. It's just that he trusts you. Yeah, like a spider trusts a fly. Oh, no. I'm sure it's more than that. He knows you'll do a good job. Fi-fa-fa-fa-vers only fi. We will... Oh, bloody hell, who's that? We will be true to you. Hang on a minute, I'm coming. Where's the towel? You took your time. Oh, it's you, Mr. Kellen. Come in, I wasn't expecting no visitors. I'll just take the chain off. Mm. Can't be too careful, old son. Now then, hello, Mr. Callan, is it? That's right, David Callan. Good to meet you. Now, this is Mr. Baumer. Got here an hour ago, and we're just waiting for three more to join us. Messrs. Endicott, Lorimer and Minns. <laughs> they sound like a firm of crooked lawyers. <laughs> How do you do, Mr. Baumer? Quite well, thank you. Uh, put your shooting gear on the coffee table, Callan, and join us for a drink. We're on the Amontillado. Oh, uh, 
Now, a drink sounds tempting, but uh, sherry's not my thing, I'm afraid. Mm, no, indeed. You look like more of a whiskey man. Soda and ice? Scotch is perfect. Just a little water. Are you a landowner too, Mr. Callum? Well, me? No, no, not at all. I'm just a, an old soldier. Cannot wait to hear more of that one. Really excited oh, for that release. Yeah. And Callum yeah. will be released in July and is available for pre-order right now at bigfinish.com. And finally, as you may have heard, Big Finish is releasing a series of audio adventures for the Doctor Who TV spin-off, Class, featuring the original cast and elements of the classic series too. Here's a very, very early clip with quite um, an iconic element from the original series of Doctor Who. What are you two doing here? Says the burglar. A burglar in evening dress? Is that normal? You need to get out of here right now. It's not safe. No, it isn't. I've arrived. You don't understand. There's something coming and... Run! You don't know what you're dealing with. Uh, It's a tear in time. It's you that's out of your depth, Miss Borgown. Oh, really? Know what one of those is? Emergency! Emergency! Sensors indicate localised temporal disruption! Oh, Dalek. Right. And here's Nick chatting to Big Finish's class producer. That sounds like a title within itself, doesn't it? The class (laughs) producer, Scott Handcock. Hello, Scott, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Nick. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, listen, you've been working on this exciting new series we're doing. uh, The audio production of Class. I know, very exciting. I think uh, you guys asked me maybe a year and a half ago. I think it was just as Class was going out, if... You know, I think you got the license and wanted to do some stuff and it just took a long while to develop the storylines and get them through the BBC. How have we kept it secret for so long? I don't think we've been trying to. leaking (laughs) things. We sort of started letting the actors tell people, didn't we, just to sort of create a buzz. It's been quite funny seeing everyone go, oh, it's the worst kept secret. And you go, yeah, we've not really been trying to keep it secret because it's quite nice to generate... Enthusiasm. It's something, you know, there was a petition, I think, for Big Finish to make class. So it's sort of nice to yeah. to tease people and get them excited about the, the audio series in time for the announcement. Um, yeah. And so tell me, what was your first <clears throat> task? I mean, presumably sorting out who was going to write it, what the stories were going to be about, all that sort of thing. Yeah, well, um, I think the license uh, specifies because um, obviously the series ended on a cliffhanger. We couldn't pick up from the cliffhanger yet because uh, we could have encroached on future plans so they're all set within the tv series continuity uh but you know we've got we've got all the established actors back you know we've got Catherine kelly greg austin fatty outside vivian apara uh sophie hopkins and jordan renzo um we're doing what we did with torchwood you know little combinations of characters to tell more intimate stories um and yes yeah, six new adventures with the class gang across two box sets um and rather excitingly, Patrick Ness has been across all the storylines and scripts to make sure it all feels, you know, as authentic as it possibly can. Um, and, you know, Patrick's so busy. Um, it's been lovely to sort of have his hand across it all. What about the cast? Were they sort of surprised or what were their feelings about coming back and doing more? I think... Um, you know, all the cast was so... I mean, they, they loved that series and they loved working with each other. Um, and so for them, I think there was, it, it was the same thing we had on Tortured, actually, where I think the first time people came in, people were a bit, I don't know how this is going to work. Because um, I think some of them, this was their first job 
uh, sort of doing audio stuff or radio drama. Hmm. So it's been a bit of a learning curve and, you know, a bit weird for them to revisit the characters. But they've, they've all really, really enjoyed it. And it's been a thrill actually sort of introducing them to the Big Finish world. Um, and they've all been delightful. I mean, really, really, really good fun. Um, as you, I can certainly you vouch, know, I was going to say, that. yeah, yeah. On the uh, the remembrance episode, in more ways than one, it's also the title. Um, it, it was it was interesting to watch them during the day, uh, Catherine and Greg, wasn't it? That, yeah. and, they, and how it was sort of dawning on them that it was just such fun, and I saw them relaxing more and more as they went. Well, you along. didn't realise it was their first day because they just sort no, of I didn't hit the ground running. Um, but they're all and so always in a difficult and... situation where I mean you very kindly said something about executive producer because it's a difficult situation <laughs> when I'm acting in something and I start having an opinion and I've had this when I've done Sherlock Holmes and the actors are thinking why why is this actor so mouthy so it's quite nice to sort of <laughs> without sounding like a total idiot sort of introducing the idea that I'm the executive producer so at least you know what I mean? Mm. It places me in context. It's it's. I, I feel embarrassed saying it actually, but yeah, you can imagine if some member, random member of the cast, starts saying to the director, "I'm not sure about whether we should." Uh, think it, well, who the hell does he think he is? Mind you, I did mostly leave it to you, didn't I? <laughs> well, uh, you, you know what's best. Um... <laughs> that sounded barbed. <laughs> You think you know what's best. Well, as we've read on Twitter this week, I am apparently planning to usurp your uh, position at Big Finish. Yeah, c- but, uh, according to Alexander Vlahos, yeah, who's obviously cruising for a cruising, <laughs> isn't he? I think we should both set about him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got six really exciting stories uh, with the class. Yeah, can game. you take us <clears throat> through them? Can you tease us the stories? I can tease. Uh, our first one is Gifted by Roy Gill, who's done a lot of stuff uh, for us at Finish. Um, started out on Doreen Gray, which again is a, was another sort of young adult type series, so same sort of vibe, um, mm. and that's about a mysterious talent scout arriving at Cole Hill, played by the marvellous Deirdre Mullins. Um, and then we have oh, Deirdre, but you can't go wrong with a bit of Deirdre Mullins. Deirdre, full of life, uh, yeah, irrepressible, the irrepressible Deirdre yeah. Mullins. Um, she was in the Charlotte Pollard series too, wasn't she? Fantastic. Yeah, she. Oh, she's and the prisoner, and the war master, and oh, oh and yeah, so yeah, much yeah, stuff. Of and Dracula. She was we my like Mina her. Harker. We kind of yeah. She, you kind of introduced her to Big Finish, and I've absolutely bought into that. <laughs> yes, we'll have her again. She's very good. Absolutely. Um, and then the second story in that set we we uh, recorded yesterday called Life Experience, which is about. Uh, Ram and Tanya going to a alien research lab for uh, work experience, as you do. Uh, mm. Massive cast, uh, written by <laughs> the lovely Jenny T. Colgan. Um, and we just had a hoot. I mean, it was a riot yesterday recording that. A real sort of action piece. Um, and then the third story I've written uh, called Tell Me You Love Me, which is about uh, Matesh and Charlie. Um, and it's a more a more cerebral sort of love story, maybe with added Catherine Kelly thrown in, just to uh, you know. <laughs> you should always have added Catherine the mood. Kelly. I feel I yeah. want Catherine Kelly in everything now. She's just so. Many. I want them all in everything. They were a lot of fun. Um, she got quite amorous about my Dalek, didn't she? Oh, there were some brilliant outtakes. Yeah, there's something because Quill is quite an unpleasant, you know, borderline villainous character, and she really. Yeah, she she grew to love your Dalek voice throughout the day. She did, yes. I think there's an outtake where Quill so proposes to the Dalek. <laughs> um, oh, there's a match made in hell. 
But uh, yeah. yeah, so that's the first little box set of three stories. And then mm-hmm. the second one picks up with a story called Everybody Loves Reagan by Tim Foley, who again has done a lot of stuff for us on uh, Tortured and other things. Um, and it's about a new girl arriving at school who everybody loves. And uh, April gets very jealous because um, she's the only person who helps everybody. And uh, someone's upstaging her. And then the fifth episode is called Now You Know by Tim Lang, which is a story about Tanya and Mateusz feeling, you know, it, it explores their place in the school and the gang and, and their sort of sensation of being outsiders in a way, which I think most teenagers, you know, most people growing up have felt they're not quite uh, in the group. And then we finish off with yeah. In Remembrance by Guy Adams, which not only pits the Daleks against uh, Quill and Charlie, but also sees Sophie Aldred come back as Ace. Yeah, uh, fantastic. That was, I think that was one of the first things we had on uh, paper when uh, you approached me to do class was I thought, well, we've got to, we've got to link it into Doctor Who somehow. And you think, well, wh- what's happened at Coal Hill? And you think, do you know what? There are all these tears in time and space. Let's do something that crosses over with Remembrance of the Daleks. Um, Brilliant, yeah, I really loved it. It was great fun. And yeah, Guy Adams has just written uh, Miss Quill and Sophie. uh, Miss Quill and uh, Ace, I should say, rather than Sophie. um, Particularly well. There's just some really lovely fun scenes in it. And the Dalek gets some great dialogue as well. Yeah, (laughs) plenty of Dalek challenges there, actually. I really enjoyed it, doing all the different Daleks, yes. Mm. Um, Can you do, you know, I mean, I suppose we must know when this is coming out because that's why it's in this podcast. Yeah. This is recorded in the past. This is recorded recorded in May uh, when we've just completed (laughs) the last of our completely not secret recording sessions. But yeah, when this is announced, uh, it'll be up for pre-order. So all those people who've been going, we want class on audio, pre-order now. Uh, and maybe we'll do more. I do. Um, I get lots of emails to the podcast asking about it. Yeah, I think, I think I've. I think I put one of them on and went. Mm, well, just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. It is the worst kept secret, I think, apart from Jenny, the Doctor's daughter. Um, but well, I believe in this form of marketing. This is my form of marketing. Oh yeah. Right? Which, and what you do, you do the equivalent of saying, do you want a cup of tea? And the person says no. Right? You say, well, go on, have a cup of tea. No, thank you. I've got a cup of tea here. Yeah, I know. I don't want a cup of tea. Do you not ever drink tea? No, I do drink tea. You do drink tea. Yeah, I do drink tea. Well, why not have a cup of tea? Well, I didn't want one just now. Well, I've got one here if you want one. Well, it's all right. I'll have a cup of tea. <laughs> That's my form of marketing. You just keep asking. If they don't drink tea, then don't offer it to them. Find that out. But if they do drink tea, but they just don't fancy one just now, just keep asking until they say yes. I think it's good because, you know, the, the cast have been teasing people are going oh what's this and people have been going oh maybe it's a big finish and a lot of people have gone what's a big finish and they've looked into big finish and gone oh god that'd be amazing um yeah, whereas you know a lot of people if we announce they them, have the cup of tea we've got them <laughs> <laughs> um and a little biscuit on the side but yeah these should be coming out both box sets all six episodes in august on cd and download i think limited edition cd as well maybe Maybe. Oh, definitely limited know. edition. Yes, yes. Very yeah. exciting. We're going down download route for the youth. I'm doing, well, I'm doing the gestures, aren't I, Nick? I'm, I'm so down That's with the kids. That's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, you're getting We're on FaceTime. We're on FaceTime. We should explain. But yes, no, I'm... Um, thanks, Scott. And I know you're busy doing a recording today, so I should let you get back to that. Yes, I, really? thank you very much for chatting. 
Bye, everyone. Yeah, well, and I think that's the end of the ruddy news, is it, Benji? It most certainly is the end of the news, that's right, and what a wonderful way to sound it off, because I'm going to buy the news a quick holiday to the Maldives. That's why I'm going to check it in at the Hotel Swish, give it a cocktail of uh, a... Benjington on the rocks and perhaps even buy it a quick uh, ice cream sundae. Why not, eh? And I'll see you next week, News. Don't stay on for another week because we do need you next week. Well, I must order myself a Benjington on the rocks. <laughs> Whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, remember our guests just write in and tell us at podcast at bigfinish.com what a Benjington on the rocks is um, remember our guest star interview with Greg Austin who plays Charlie Smith in class is coming up very soon in the meantime hold on to your pretend hats here's listeners emails well, you were holding on as well uh, yeah, well, I do. You know, I like to. I don't want it to blow away with the pretend wind that's in this <laughs> pretend uh, room that I'm sitting in. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. So hmm. it's now the listeners' emails, and if you. That's why you sitting there on your pretend chair in your pretend <laughs> world of magical and mysteries. If you want to send a pretend email in, uh, you can. Uh, you can. <laughs> it's not a pretend email address. You can send us an email to podcast at bigfinish.com. That's podcast squiggly a bigfinish.com. There we go. So this first one here is from David Payne. Dear Big Finish, I think that as well as the Big Finish podcast, you should have a vlog-based show on YouTube. This could be hosted by one or two people and would greatly promote you. Yours faithfully, David Payne, 13-year-old Big Finish enthusiast. P.S. I love the first volume of First Doctor Adventures and I can't wait for volume two. Hopefully the stories can match in quality. Well, David, thank you so much for writing. I wonder w- at what age it is that people stop putting their age. You know what I mean? It's um, it's interesting that you put that you're 13 years old. It's great uh, uh, to have y- young listeners as well as the many old fogies like myself <laughs> who like Doctor Who and classic Doctor Who. Um, uh, I'm yeah, really glad you like the first Doctor Adventures. I would say. Uh, that the the second volume out in was it did I say October we ran a trailer a bit earlier in this podcast hopefully that will have tingled your molecules David um, I do think they do, really do build on the power of the first two there's some really there's a, f- a fantastic one set in Japan and um, uh, uh, what's the other one? Oh, the other one is really the invention of death that's really uh, weird and aliany it's lovely um as for a vlog well benji it's you know we're busy enough doing this podcast aren't we really yeah we are but i will i will do a shout out uh chris griffin does um big finish unwrapped yes which is a kind of it's it's sort of it's more of a live stream than than a vlog but it's got that vlog elements he sits with his cat and, and talks through the latest releases it's great fun he's an absolute dude and I think uh, you can watch that, obviously, just because it's a live stream, they stay up as well. As You probably know that you're 13. You know how the world works by now. But, but you can, yeah, you can <laughs> check them out. I think we, we broadcast them from the Big Fin. 
British Facebook page. That's right. Um, so if you if you're a uh, if you've liked that page, then you'll be able to see that. But that's as kind of as vloggy as we get, I think, really. But it pretty much is. It's great fun. It's it's like a party that uh, that you get to be invited to. So much interaction, isn't it? Oh, it's great, and he's he's such a nice guy. Uh, can't yeah. cannot speak uh, highly enough of him. But yeah, so check that one out. Big finish unwrapped. Yes, Chris Griffin, our, our marketing gnu. Um, next up, this one from Andrew Brenneman. Dear Nick and Benji, for the past month, I admit I have been stumped! Exclamation. <laughs> the weekly podcast has, with two exceptions, entirely introduced by listeners' email, neglected to mention the now-released Jago and Lightfoot Forever, the finale of a series that I believe many a Big Finish listener would consider to be one of the best spin-offs of the BF Doctor Who lineup. I admit I'm curious as to whether this was a simple oversight due to the massive number of ranges that Big Finish are putting out these days, or if it was a conscious point, perhaps in deference to the late and very great Trevor B. Regardless, I just want to say that your podcast puts a halo of sunshine over what is typically a dark and rain-cloud-filled Monday commute. Thanks for reading. Buck up, Andrew Brenneman. Well, it's interesting you said that. This email arrived just before we did the last podcast and I I couldn't fit it in. Um, And of course, that was the podcast in which we did a 15-minute drama tease of of Jago and Lightfoot forever. No, we weren't deliberately not mentioning it. I think, uh, you know, always always intended to mention it on release. Um, Maybe we should have built it up more. Um, that's a good point, actually. I think that that we do release so much and um, it always comes down to a... I suppose, you see, because Jago and Lightfoot is so popular anyway, we tend to concentrate on things that maybe aren't quite so popular uh, uh, that we need to sort of help people to find and, you know, uh, we concentrate on those a little bit more. But of course, it's silly not to concentrate on the very popular stuff, which is why we did a 15 minute drama tease of it. I hope that somewhere in that confusing nonsense was an answer. <laughs> and finally, this one from Michael Solko. Dear Nick and Benji, how Hello. do I begin to express my appreciation of Attergirl and Cicero, the first two titles in the Big Finish Originals range? Both titles offer something very different from the existing Big Finish output, indeed mm-hmm. different from each other as well. Attergirl was full of moving stories which somehow found me chopping onions at the very end of every tale. Know the feeling. Uh, Cicero is easily my favourite release of the year so far. The team fit in political intrigue, the temptation of power, the roles of women uh, and servants in Rome. Romance, comedy, suspense and many other positive words. Oh, good positive words, yeah. I very much hope that we get to see more releases for these titles in the future, which segues into my question for you. What are some of the best ways for listeners to support their favourite titles and ranges, Big Finish releases? Without drawing the curtain back too much, does buying a physical copy show more dedication to a range? Do app plays come into the equation? What other methods may help in addition to spreading the word? As much as the various licensed titles are wonderful, these original tales offer tremendous potential and deserve all the support in the world. Also, thank you for offering so many sales to provide affordable looks uh, at your various series. 
I promised Lisa Bowman that I would try out Jago and Lightfoot during this year's Gallifrey One convention. It looks like it's time to honour that statement by buying one or two or ten uh, of the series. <laughs> Thanks for putting out such a fun podcast, Michael Solko. Oh, well, thank you, Michael. We do our best to be fun. Yes, yes, yes rather, it's, rather. Uh, it's lots of fun here. Yes, uh, we, we're going to yeah, speak now fun. about the... Uh, the origin of the word um, indigo. Is it a colour? I love the fact that I did that and the internet froze. Uh, yes, the internet does freeze here. Uh, you missed out. We were just going to discuss the origin of the colour indigo, weren't we, Nick? In, in right, intricate yes. detail, yes. Um, yes. Yes. Very fun. Uh, to go back to your question... Uh, Michael, which is a lovely question because you want to sort of show as much support. Listen, the best way uh, to support Big Finish is to buy directly from us. Um, we're aware that, you know, uh, some of our productions are, are perhaps more expensive than some people would want. But that's simply because, of, as I've explained a million times before, but, you know, I've no reason to believe that everyone is listening to me all the time, so it's worth repeating it, um, th that uh, the price we charge pays for the production to be made um and you know we're not a gigantic organization so that that's you know the money does not come from elsewhere it just comes from the money that people spend uh, on them so uh, that's why we do sales from time to time um you know to to introduce people to stuff and offer episodes for free and what have you but yeah um uh, if you buy direct from us um uh, that that's that's good that's the best thing but we're you know we are available through other distribution methods as well which you can easily find i don't know whether that's a very exciting answer but but thank you very much anyway i'm so glad you're enjoying the big finish originals that's you know i mean it's it's a real um what's the word sort of a risk for us doing the originals because, you know, all the other things we do already have an established audience. Whereas the originals, it's entirely new and we're relying on people supporting and loving Big Finish and loving those dramas for what they are and their new things. You know, there, there's an established audience for Doctor Who that largely comes to us for Doctor Who and for all the other licensed products we do. But, you know, as we've said before, the reason for the Big Finish Originals is because it's our 20th anniversary as a production company. And what we wanted to do, because we often look back at the past and celebrate what we've done, we wanted to look forward and say, look, you know, what made Big Finish great, he said immodestly, is our creativity. So let's celebrate that by doing something new and creative while still carrying on with all the old beloved things we do. Anyway, that's it for the flipping emails. Is it really? Well, yeah. in that case, then, I want you to take your emails, uh, stick yes. them in a bowl, add some flour, some eggs, maybe a bit of milk, okay. uh, you know, add a tablespoon of oil, maybe a pinch of salt, then uh, stick it in a, a frying pan, bada-bing, bada-boom, give it a moment, take a look at it, think, yeah, 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 okay. Bang! You got yourself an email pancake straight there. So enjoy. Oh, oh, oh God, no, no, it's not meant to do that, Nick. What? A, what have I? Turn the fire out. What have I told you about adding gunpowder to the pancake mix? I thought you said gunpowder. No, I did. That's one thing I did. I said don't use gunpowder.
Don't forget that our 15-minute drama tease is uh, for our brand new, very soon-to-be-released upcoming series of adventures for Jenny, the Doctor's daughter, starring Georgia Tennant, wife of the Tenth Doctor. Mm, bit confusing. Uh, anyway, <laughs> coming uh, right up now is me chatting to actor Greg Austin, lovely chap, who plays Charlie Smith in class. So, hello, Greg Austin, and welcome to the Big Finish podcast. Hello. Uh, thank you so much for coming uh, to Big Finish to bring back class to play Charlie Smith no, again. Thanks so much for having me. It's been one of the best days of work I've ever had. Aww. It's just so chilled and lovely and crude and wonderful and all the, all the best bits. <laughs> I just don't know what you mean. No, uh, so, there, there are some set questions for the Big Finish podcast. And um, uh, the first one is ridiculous for you because mm. the first question is very self-indulgently. When did you first, when did we first meet? What, today? Today? That would be it, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that, there's, no, there's no story in that. There's no, no there's not. No, we met today and had a good time. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but this whole business about coming back to class, how, how's it been? How's the experience been today? I know you've got more to record, but you've done a day's worth. Mm, it's, it's been lovely. Um, oh, lots of the core fan audience have really wanted us to do Big Finish, and they've been balking that we never got to do a Series 2 oh, on, on, on TV. So they were wishing we'd do something with Big Finish, and so it's going to be so cool to oblige them with that. Um and it's been lovely just coming back and working with Catherine again. And it'll be nice coming back in and working. I can't wait to see Jordan, who's played Mateo. She'll be in um, next week when we film that episode. So I'm very I love excited. the way you say that. filming, even though it's on audio. But it's, it's, so, it's so visual, the way we do it. Oh, it, it is. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just, I'm not used to this voiceover world. It's all new to me. It's my first time doing it. Okay, look, on to the next set question of the podcast, which is what's tingling your molecules about a big finish at the moment? <laughs> what's tingling my molecules? Um, and how, how do you mean? In, in wow. About big finish, just, anything that's tingling your molecules. It's really interesting. I love to ask this question because some people just answer it immediately, but about 50% of the people answer it immediately without batting an eyelid and the other 50% go what, ting what are you tingling with that they do a whole dissection of the stupidity of the question well, which is valid latter, I uh, apparently I fall into that latter group um, <laughs> uh, I, I've got to say p particularly it's um, the the banter between yourself and Scott really gets me going oh Scott um, Scott Hancock who's directing yeah um, I, do, I do love to witness that and be a part of that and just see how uh, much debauchery and de debasing that can go on <laughs> it's fantastic that really gets my molecules tingling uh, that all sounds very weird. Um, <laughs> and what's tingling your molecules about uh, entertainment generally? This is like a snapshot of what you're enjoying at the moment on television or films or a book or anything oh. you like that you're particularly loving at the moment. Um, well, I'm going back and re-watching for the fourth time uh, Breaking Bad. Wow. I absolutely bloody love that show. Wow. It is just my, my favourite TV show of all time. So having gone back and watching it again... It, as also as a little bit older, I'm seeing a lot, uh, a lot more different nuances that I hadn't seen. I have a lot more empathy for some of the side characters that I never had before. Um, and God, yeah, I just, I just bloody love that show. It's so good. 
That's incredible with all the stuff that's on, and you've got time to watch it four times. I know, I know, I, I know. watched it once. Yet. I, oh, you, oh, I know, oh, I know. Oh, you know. need to <laughs> put that on your list. Okay, okay, I will. I it's, mean, many people have nominated that, and I, I absolutely should. It's, it's just fantastic. I can't, I can't promote it enough, really. Okay. Should do Breaking Bad at Big Finish. No, no, no. no. Um, uh, so, uh, do you have? This is the final question. Mm. Um, an entertainment guilty secret, something you like but you think you shouldn't like. Oh, uh, why should I start? Um, <laughs> uh, probably my biggest one would be um, uh, Love Island. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it. So I've only heard of it. Yes. <laughs> I could hear the sigh from here. Um, yeah, oh, but apparently they're changing it this year, and it's not oh, going to include any of the sex and all, none of the alcohol, which was the whole point of the show. And oh, it's just, it's just shell of it for myself. Isn't that love? <laughs> exactly, it's part of it, mate. It's just, yeah, you, you can't have love without the alcohol and sexy bits. <laughs> So yeah, discuss. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I, um, Love Island. I'm, I am excited for it to come back, even though I don't think it's going to be nearly as good as last series. Well, there's probably something uh, equally as tasteless going to turn up on another channel that you could oh, get always. addicted to. Always. Yeah. Anything else? Um, God, well, don't feel I... you know pressured into confessing. I'm just. Uh, in, you said there was you know more than you implied there was more than one. Thing. Yeah, off the top. What well, you, you hit me with one of yours? What's um, me? Yeah. Oh, good. Ah, but do you have anything that you uh, you don't like to admit to, but you do indeed love? You've put me on the spot. That's oh, there incredible. we go. Just to turn the spotlight back onto yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't. Um, you know, I occasionally watch an episode of Strictly Come Dancing. See, I never got into Strictly. Yeah, uh, but um, I find it really irritating. Mm. You know, I can't. I I have to sort of leave the room quite a lot. Mm. Yeah, and but then I find myself having little opinions about some of the dancing, like like I know anything about dancing. I start, I say, oh well, I felt that rhythmically, she, and then I think, what am I talking? I don't know anything. Shut up. You know. Yeah, very good. But I most, I don't know. I watch lots of old, old, old TV on often on DVDs, mm. and but I don't. I'm not guilty about that. Like, and Talking Pictures TV, a channel that shows mostly old black and white movies. Yeah, I love yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, very nice. It's it, it could bring about the end of my marriage though, because my wife can't bear anything in black and white. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I can see how that would be a sticking point. Anyway, listen. Thanks for uh, turning the spotlight on me, oh, uh, and uh, and um, also for coming back to class for oh, Big Finish. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a wonderful experience. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, he's a really lovely guy. One of the interesting things about being at the recording for class, as I was being a Dalek, is that, you know, these actors, they don't know Big Finish. They don't really know the Doctor Who world. And it was interesting seeing them realising as the minutes and hours passed what a fun thing it is to do. And as you heard from Greg there, you know, he just said it's like one of the most fun things he's ever done. Um, you know, especially when they were listening to my Dalek voice. I know um, Catherine Kelly, who I did an interview with as well, and she that interview will feature around about when uh, the class audios are going to be released. Her relationship with the Dalek changed radically to start with. She just found it a really annoying noise. And then by the <laughs> end of it, she decided that her character was going to have a relationship with the Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was so happy actually to see her when she was casting class actually because I just appreciated her work as an actor so much. I think she was in Coronation Street she uh, was, for years yeah. and she was so star. she was so good in that and I remember thinking oh because when she left in that I was really kind of thought oh I hope she you know I hope we see more of her and she keeps doing stuff. So to have her as part of the uh, the Doctor Who world uh, is is really awesome and and yeah so I can't wait for class really excited for that one uh, and hopefully more of that soon so now it is time to move on time is ticking away uh, it is now time for the randomoid selector Tron so cue that epic music right Ran what do you got for us we've got uh, Dorian Gray the picture of Dorian Gray which is the third um, in the Dorian Gray audios uh, there yes. yes this is the adaptation of Oscar Wilde's original um, obviously you know we did the series of Dorian Gray but yeah this is Alexander Vlahos uh, starring in the titular role let's have a listen to the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Lord Henry Wooten, Mr. Dorian Gray. How do you do? You know, it's funny. Where I go these days, yours is the name I hear. People are staring at me, Harry. I don't like it. Well, of course they're staring at you. But why? Because you are Dorian Gray. You have a wonderfully beautiful face, and beauty is a form of genius. Oh, don't, don't, don't frown. What the gods give, they can take away very quickly. Trust me, Mr. Gray. Youth is the only thing worth having. Youth is the only thing worth having. When I find I am getting old, I shall kill myself. Has Basil shown you this portrait yet? Not yet, no. It really is his best work, you know. It's very odd. What is? This picture. Simply having it there in my studio. The the way it looks at me. As if it's judging me. (laughs) You believe your picture of me judges you? Yes. (laughs) Yes, and it sees through me as if putting my heart beneath a microscope. And what does it see? Everything, Dorian. It sees everything. I had no real involvement in this at all. Except to just say it was a good idea to do. <laughs> well, and the, the, you know, the Dorian Gray stuff is incredibly popular as well. Always, uh, whenever I've been at conventions and stuff, people are always taking an interest and in talking about it, which is really good. Alexander Vlahos is absolutely awesome uh, in the role of Dorian Gray. There's quite a lot of cool people in this one, actually. Miles oh, yeah. Richardson, uh, yeah. Marcus Hutton, um, my friend Thomas Reese Kay is in this one, interesting enough. What a cool mm. geezer he is. How do you know him? Do you know what? He's one of those guys that's just been in in my group of friends. Uh, he's just always been kind of part of uh, part of that and involved. So I've just known him for years, and I can't really remember quite how I how I do know him. But uh, he was involved in all that sort of creative fan audio sort of fan film sort of scene for a while. Hmm. I think I'm I'm sure I've been in. I'm sure I've acted with uh, Alexander Vlahos in. A Dorian Gray thing was there was there a, a crossover with Sherlock Holmes at one point? I think was there that was for, the big, for an the world's a big finish thing. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? He's such a lovely guy, and it's a great series. And this is this isn't part of the series. This is, as I say, the adaptation of the original by Oscar Wilde. But um, 
And I think it's uh, David Llewellyn who's adapted it, isn't it? It is indeed, David Llewellyn, yeah. directed by Scott Hancock. Always going to be uh, awesome. Well, thoroughly recommended from Ran and by us. Go and have a listen to not only the picture of Dorian Gray, but also the series Dorian Gray. I was, going to, I was exactly, exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, you probably want to listen earlier on and, and get into the flow as well and, and, and just enjoy them all. But yeah, awesome stuff there. Uh, yeah, check it out. Cheers, Rand. And so, as the podcast fizzles away like lemon barley water dissolving through volcanic rock on the planet Roltacon 7. Uh, very nice planet, that one. I think they've got a... <laughs> I think they've got a um, a little chef uh, there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just time it's now. For... Is, uh, it's full of uh, monsters. It is. Yeah, it's sort of it's like a downside. You go in there for a for a, you know a full English breakfast. Bang, you know, it's served to you by this creature with nine arms and likes to eat <laughs> your legs. Um, no, get off my leg! Oh, go, get off my leg! No, no, no! I need that. I need it to, to, to move around. Do you want extra beans with that? Oh, I just want my leg back. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so as as we've now visited a little chef, I think it's just time for Nick and I to concoct the trailer for this very, very, very uh, podcast. Just a question about Little Chef, though. I mean, do they still exist? I know there's one fairly near me that they've just closed down. I think that you can occasionally see uh, the the carcass of an old Little Chef still hanging around, um, but I, <laughs> but I don't. Brilliant. But I don't. I don't think they do. Let's have a look because this is important, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's a Little Chef actually. Um, uh, was discontinued on the 31st of January 2018, so it is no more. But yet their, ah, their so website... just recently. Their website still exists, though, and apparently yeah. it says that there are lots of little chefs. Um, so I, I don't, don't quite know what to expect, are they really. sort of... Is it like a franchise now? People just... Yeah. Oh, well, their Twitter hasn't that... been updated since 2016, so... And, oh, there yeah. we go. J- Jamie Anderson follows Little Chef. <laughs> the only the only person on there that, that I know that follows Little Chef. I'm going to ask him about that. Yeah. In the Benji and Nick show, I'll try to ask him about that. That's the Benji and Nick show, yeah. another podcast that Benji and I do. Anyway, yeah, mm, let's do this trailer. Available from Big Finish Productions, a podcast released on the 3rd of June in the space year 2018, featuring me, Nick Briggs, and him, Benji Clifford. That's me. And we've got a big, banging, brilliant podcast for you this week as we talk Callan. We have the first Doctor Series 2 trailer, the Dispossessed trailer, uh, Warlock's Cross trailer. Lots of trailers. Nick, what else do we have? Well, there's a clip from the upcoming series of Class uh, featuring a Dalek. Also an interview with Scott Handcock, who's the producer and director of Class. And uh, an interview with uh, Greg Austin, who plays Charlie Smith in Class. Those of you who know the series will know that. And lastly, we also have the 15-minute drama tease of Jenny, Stolen Gods. Don't miss it. It is going to be a podcast bonanza bit of an internet freeze there yes, yes, did you do the jenny stolen yes gods? yes i've signed us off dear boy i ended on a podcast <sighs> bonanza uh very nice so, what do you think what do you think pretty good trailer yeah it was all right you sounded like a robot for a second then with the internet you went you need a tra- 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 trailer 
<laughs> Good. Well, and so our 15 minute drama tease now, uh, starring Georgia Tennant. It's Jenny, the doctor's daughter. I'm the doctor's daughter. That's all I know for sure. Who's the doctor? Someone who shows people the very best they can be. And I'm part of him. Literally. I was grown from a part of him. A cell scrape from the back of his hand, if you want to get technical. Anyway, that's me, Jenny. I was made for war, but I'd rather not fight. I get that from my dad. I'd rather explore. And I've got a whole universe to discover. Planets to save, creatures to defeat, and... Oh man! A moon! Seriously, you're flying us into a moon after everything we've been through! Impact in one minute and thirty seconds. Alright, when I stole you, we didn't get off to the best of starts, but we've learnt a lot from each other in the nine and a half hours we've been together. Impact in one minute and twenty seconds. Admittedly, not as much as my last ship. He was an intelligent drone transporter. Two old days we had, and the one before that, maybe a week. But seriously, into a moon! Impact in... Navicom active. Please input new parameters. Yes, not crashing! How about that for a parameter? Not crashing into a moon! Impact in one minute. Right, you're clearly a very stupid machine. A machine that can only do what it's programmed to do. I am cleverer than a machine, so I need to learn how to completely reprogram you in, oh, 51 seconds. How hard can it be? Quite some driving. See what I did there? Opened up a hyperspace portal and zipped through. <laughs> Alert. Impact in three seconds. What? No, we're not doing crashing anymore. I got us away from the moon. I don't see any... Uh-oh. Brake. Pull up. Reverse thrusters. Oh, no. Oh! Uh, 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 uh. Ow. Hey there, speedy McReady. Where's the party? Didn't you see me coming out of that hyperspace crossing? I clearly had my indicators on. Sorry, I am so, so sorry. Hmm, well, that makes it all so much better. I'll pull up alongside. It was all my fault. Say that again? It was all my fault? Really? You know it's standard procedure for my in-flight media hub to record all ship-to-ship transmissions, and all such recordings are legally binding in a court of law. Um, okay. Don't really get what that means, but if you say so... Open up your docking hatch. I'll come aboard and we can exchange insurance details. You do have insurance. Um, I don't know. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Don't worry your pretty little head about it, girly. We'll work something out. <laughs> Aren't you a sweetheart? We picked ourselves a doozy. 
Hey, nice little flyer you've got here. Must have been pushing those thrusters way over tolerance. Hello. Oh, are you a toad person? I've met fish people before. Didn't get along. Not at first, but once we got to know each other... Long story. Not a toad. Oh, salamander, if you must. I'm Eurodelian. Oh, sorry. Anyway, welcome aboard, Mr... Garandal. Just Garandal. Travelling salesman and purveyor of any darn thing you might possibly need. Well, I was. My livelihood kind of depends on having a space-worthy ship. And after our unlucky prang... I am so sorry about that. So you said. Now shush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Sounds like you've got some hairline lattice fractures. Looks like we're both in pretty bad shape. It doesn't look very damaged. It's all on the inside. You're an expert on these Nova-class drives? Well, this is my first... Didn't think so. Oh, they look pretty, but they can't take the impact like the old Black Star Flyers. Right. Tell you what, Blondie, I can... Actually, the name's Jenny. Whatever. I got a pal not far from here. Vesh Teralesh owns a space yard less than 5,000 clicks that away. Well, she likes to call it an emporium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know her? No, I'm new in these parts. Well, most parts, actually. Well, tell you what I can do for you, Blondie. Okay. I let the first one pass because, you know, new species, benefit of the doubt. But my name is Jenny. Noted. As I was saying, I can hook your ship up to mine. Not a good idea to start your engines with lattice fractures in the hull. No, um, of course not. Then I can tow you over to Vesh's place and we can have an expert take a look. That sounds like it might be a good thing to do. Okay, then. Let's get your plasma tow bar extended. Say, you got any snack foods? Trauma makes me hungry. Galley this away, is it? Okay. Yeah. Just as I thought. Pass me that torque rotator, Lukaku. Here, Mistress Taradesh. Is it a good idea to be doing that? You know, with all the lattice fractures. The gal's a professional. Best in the business. Mmm. Nice Nutri-Sticks, by the way. Mmm. Chewy. It's a very impressive setup, all these ships, this whole space platform thing she's got going on. Takes a lot of know-how to run a space yard like this. Atmosphere shield, gravity balancers, neutron tethers. Just don't ask me anything about the space physics. <laughs> I'm no expert. Uh, what do you say, Ms. Terralash? Ooh, I'm afraid the young lady's ship is, as we say in the trade, kaput. Hope I'm not being too technical, miss. I think I've got the general idea. As for Mr. Garandall's ship, I reckon we can get it flying again with a few bits and pieces. Luckily, I believe I've got the parts in stock. Lukaku, go in and take off the handbrakes. You can haul them both over to the main yard and give them a once-over. Yes, Mr. Taralesh. I will disengage the docking clamps. <sighs> oh, we could try and uh, give you an estimate anyways, a ballpark figure for your uh, insurance claim. Oh, wait a second, is your friend going to move my ship? I just need to get some things from inside. Hello. Do you mind? I need to get something from back here. Go ahead. I am turning off all the power feeds. Mistress Tarlesh requires it for the health and the safety. You must be very technically minded, knowing how to work all these different ships. Aha! 
They are not so different. You go, you stop, that is all. Right. Where are you from? I've never met anyone purple before. I am a warrior of the Zamonia. You know us. Uh, no. Sorry. But that's only because I haven't been everywhere yet. That's my ambition, really. Go everywhere. It is a very beautiful world. Waterfalls, forests. We hunt by the light of twin moons. I'll put Zamonia on my list. We also slay invaders with the nine deaths of infinite agony. Off the list. But you... I can put in a word for you. Oh, let's see how my itinerary pans out. Now, I must move these ships. You should go see Master Garandor and Mr. Starlesh in the office. Along the platform. Turn right, then follow the sign. Thanks. Catch you later. Don't I always bring back the cutest fish? Maybe cute, but has she got any money? Mm, we'll see. She sure doesn't know how to drive that thing. In fact, I take a guess she wouldn't know where to start looking for the registration documents. Or a purchase receipt, if you get my drift. You what? I think it's stolen. She won't want any authorities sniffing around. Hello, got my thing. I'm on the verge of a breakthrough with it, I'm sure. Uh, um, so that'll be very kind as a temporary measure. You what? The loan vehicle? What? Oh, uh, the the loan vehicle, yeah. right. Your assistant's very interesting. Lukaku is a strong pair of hands. A warrior, though. You might not be using her skill set to your best advantage. <laughs> You're telling me how to run my business, are you? Ms. Taralash has offered the loan of one of her standby craft to take you to the nearest spaceport at a very reasonable rate, which can be added to your bill. Can be added to... Hold on, my bill. Why don't we step into my office? I'll show you the paperwork. Now, as I'm understanding you, Miss Jenny, you have no legal and current insurance in place, which means should the local galactic authorities get to hear of this incident, there'd be a 5,000 credit fine on top of everything else. On top of everything else? You'll need to pay Mr. Garandall's costs, you see. Hey, if it were just up to me, I'd let you go on your way with a shake of the hand and an apology. (laughs) But I gotta make a living. I see. However, you are clearly on record to blame for this unfortunate incident. Were you aware of the Space Lane bylaw about driving unregistered cargo through an inhabited solar system? The, uh, what about the what? Which, if I add in potential further fines, could come to something in the region of 75,000 credits. But I don't... What I am proposing is that I can take care of these legal technicalities and you can walk away from here today and owe me just 50,000. Now, doesn't that sound like a deal? I suppose it does. I told you Vesh knows her stuff. Go to the spaceport, draw out the cash, and you can go on your way with all of your, um, cargo. Though, if your cargo happens to be of a particular value, perhaps we can make some other arrangement? Hmm. Why don't we take a look at what your Lady Mountain has found? Excellent idea, Mr. Garandal. Lukaku, can you hear me? Receiving, Mistress Taralesh. Switch on the camera drone. Let's see what we've got. 
what's the inside of my ship? Oh, shiny, shiny. Oh, 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 zoom in on that pile. And hey, that's my stuff. Who said you could go through all my stuff? Oh, close up on that one, purple honey cake. Yes, Master Garandal. Oh, it looks like you do have something of value after all. Oh, yeah. Crystals, power transformers. That's a whole lot of highly advanced doodads right there. Not quite enough to cover the whole bill, but it will make a sizable dent. Lock it up and come back over, Lukaku. Yes, mistress. Let's call it 30k for the salvage, so you only need hand over 20,000 cash at your convenience. I'll let you have the ride to the spaceport ATM on the house. Here's the transaction agreement, if you'll just sign here. You want me to sign this agreement with my name? Oh, name, fingerprint, biodata sample, heck, just great big X, whatever works for you. <laughs> I think she's ready to sign on the dotted line. <laughs> Wait just one second. Want us to go through the small print again, honey? It can be confusing, but if you just sign everything over... No. Beg pardon? I said no. After full and careful consideration, no, I don't think so. You're not going to get a better deal this side of the Tygon space lanes. Uh-uh, no, negative, the opposite of yes. I, I don't know how else I can put it more clearly. Uh, uh, not a wise move, Blondie. You need to... <laughs> the name is not Blondie, or Honey, or Sweetie. It's Jenny, just Jenny. And what's going to happen here now is that I'm going to walk back out of here. I'm going to take what's mine, my ship, my stuff. Everything inside will remain untouched by your grubby little hands. <laughs> Oh, it's quite a grip. You wrinkled my neck. You just made a big mistake. I am talking. So, to recap, I'm taking back my ship and I'm flying it away. That thing? It's a write-off. Yep, so you say. But I'm flying it. Pay attention. I have. And I'll tell you what I've seen. Yeah, just as I thought. Pass me that torque rotator, Lukaku. Hammering on the hull with a torque rotator. Nah, that's not doing anything. But the sound gave it away. Your front end is reinforced with something denser than titanium alloy, but with a spongy give to it. Something that would be ideal to protect your ship if you were running into others on a regular basis. Oh, um, so that'll be very kind as a temporary measure. Your body language. You guys know each other well. Miss Lukaku lets slip her Master Garandal too, which suggests to me that you've been working together for quite a while. Oh yes! That's quite some driving. See what I did there? Opened up hyperspace portal and zipped through. Alert. Impact in three seconds. And you see, in this split second before we crashed, I'd just run a complete diagnostic on my ship computer. And one thing that was working was the proximity shield. Then, I felt a tingle in my ears and it wasn't. And you know what tingles in my ears? A subsonic pulse wave. Say, a subsonic pulse wave from a device that's been set to scramble the Navicon. A device like that scrambler sitting on the shelf behind Ms. Taralesh, maybe? Uh, that's just standard equipment. Standard like those claim forms? You've got multiple copies of the exact same printout piled up on that desk over there, and several credits for 50,000 listed on the bank statement on your screen right there. <sighs> no use tidying up now, Miss Taralesh. I'm right here, aren't I? You've been listening to a Big Finish production. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that was remarkably wonderful. And don't forget, folks, to rate and review the Big Finish podcast. Oh, yes.